This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our text tonight is the Old Testament lesson as we continue this Lenten season to look at how Christ fulfills the words of the Old Testament. Especially this evening, we focus on these words. Moses took the blood and threw it on the people. And then the chief men of the people of Israel beheld God and they ate and they drank. These words from Exodus 24 are fulfilled in Jesus. And it's right that we look at them Today, Moses and Aaron and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel went up and saw God. How amazing. They went up. Up what? Well, in one sense, they merely went up a mountain. A mountain called Mount Sinai. But in a much more real, much bigger sense, they went up to where God was, to heaven, to a higher place. Or perhaps more accurately, God came down with heaven in his wings. God came down to appear before them on Mount Sinai. And wherever God is, heaven is. Heaven on earth. And it's there that the elders of Israel saw God. They saw the stone pavement beneath his feet like perfectly clear sapphires, blue, glowing. They saw his holiness. They beheld his majesty. They witnessed him. They saw God in God's holy habitation. And you know what's really weird about it? They saw God and they didn't die. God did not lay his hand on them to destroy them. By all rights, that's what should have happened. After all, those people, those 70 elders, were sinful. The book of Exodus makes that abundantly clear. Over and over during the Exodus, the people grumble and they complain and they whine and they reject God's appointed servants and they reject God's gifts. They don't want the manna, the free food from heaven. They'd rather return to Egypt, to slavery, to death. They sin. God knew that they were sinners. God knew that after they had seen him, they would still do what is wrong. He knew their guilt already. 
God does not strike them dead. Why not? Why doesn't God just zap them? Give them what they have coming? Because they're covered in blood. Did you hear that? Moses threw blood on them, oxen blood. The Bible doesn't tell us how many oxen, but it was enough for only half of the blood to be sprinkled on the people and all of them covered in blood. And because these elders were covered in blood... They were allowed to go up the mountain. Because these elders were covered in blood, they were allowed to see God. Because they were covered in blood, they were allowed to be in the presence of a holy, righteous, and just God. Without the shedding of that blood, there'd be no forgiveness of sins. Without the shedding of that blood, they couldn't see God. Without the shedding of that blood, they would be zapped. But they were coated. And Moses writes for us in Exodus that these bloody elders beheld God and they ate and they drank. Now, what kind of a meal would God serve when people come to heaven on earth? He serves the food of heaven. Something better than the manna in the wilderness or water from a rock. God served them the food to sustain them in faith. To sustain them world without end. God fed them the best food of all. More on that later. And so picture it in your head. Bloody elders on the mountain. God comes down and the people eat and drink. God provides. God has mercy. Sins forgiven. Well, dear Christians, we're gathered here today on Maundy Thursday. Tonight, we begin the holy three days when our Lord Jesus Christ will be betrayed, arrested, and even killed. We, Christians, Come to remember these three days to this room, in this church. Why this room? Because it's the church sanctuary. The word sanctuary means holy place. And surely this is a holy place. A place... That's like heaven on earth. 
No, it's not because it's a fancy room. It's really not. It's rather plain, in fact, compared to those great sanctuaries and temples of old. It's not a holy place because it has super comfortable chairs. You're sitting in them, not me. That's not true, is it? It's not a holy place because it's entertaining or fun. Or because there's a great event going on up here in the front. I'm not going to juggle or ride a motorcycle. This place is holy because God is present. Present here. Among us. We have come here, and God comes down. We are in his very presence, just like those elders were in the book of Exodus. Well, pastor, how could you say that God is here? Because his word is here. And wherever God's word is preached and taught in its truth and purity, God is present there. Present among those who speak and hear that word. That's why everything that we do here in the sanctuary centers around God's word. The hymns we sing come from God's Word. The liturgy we follow comes from God's Word. The lectionary readings, the sermons ought to be based on God's Word. Because when God's Word is here, God is here. And so, He is. God is here, you are in his presence. Pastor Poppy, in the announcements before our service, talked about reverence here. That's why. It always makes me just a little nervous to realize that the almighty, all-powerful God is present here in his word. And it makes me ask the question, should I be in the presence of God? Should you be in God's presence? Are you worthy of God? Are you holy enough to be with God? How would you answer that question? Well, of course, we're not holy enough. Of course, we don't deserve to be in God's presence. We haven't earned God's favor. Because just like the elders from Exodus 24, we've sinned. We've been wicked. We've grumbled, complained, 
been discontent with the gifts God gives. We've been wicked. We've been wicked in the past. We'll be wicked tomorrow. And for all the days of our future, we will sin. We're sinful people. But we're still free to be in God's presence. We need not be afraid of being in God's presence. In fact, we might be glad to be in God's presence. Why? Because all of us are covered in blood. No, we didn't slaughter oxen out in the parking lot and sprinkle you on your way in. You're not covered with animal blood. You're covered with Jesus' blood. Christ's blood. God, who came down to earth to take our sinful flesh upon himself to die for us. Each and every person gathered here is covered in the blood of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The blood that speaks a better word than the sinful blood of Abel. The blood that tells God all of our sin has been forgiven. The blood that says we are declared to be righteous and holy and pure. Because of Jesus. Tomorrow we'll hear about the blood of Jesus. About how he was whipped and beaten. And then reclothed to carry a cross outside of town to Golgotha. The robe of Christ is coated in his blood. And you are clothed with that robe that covers all of your sin. How? How did the blood of Jesus get on us? In the waters of holy baptism. There, when God, who's present in his word, was present with water as it was poured on your head, you were sprinkled with the blood of Christ that atones for all of your sin. You were made holy because Jesus' holy blood covers all your guilt and shame. You're in God's presence. You're coated with blood. Blood that comes from Jesus. Do you remember the Old Testament lesson? The elders went up. God came down. They were coated in blood. And in God's presence, they ate and they drank. Dear Christian, in a few minutes... We will eat and drink. 
We will slowly file up here, kneel at this altar rail right next to the font where blood covered us. And we will eat and we will drink. What is it that we eat and drink? The food of heaven with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven. We will laud and glorify God's name, eating the very body and blood of Jesus Christ in, with, and under bread and wine. We will eat and drink for the forgiveness of our sins. We will eat and drink, and in eating and drinking Jesus, God will give us eternal life. World without end. Dear Christian, that's why we gather here in the sanctuary, because it's heaven on earth. We come here. God comes down. We're coated in the blood of Jesus and we eat and drink the food of heaven in God's presence. We receive the blood of the crucified and risen Jesus. Our sins are all washed away. Washed away forever. We gather to remember to receive, and to hear God's word. Especially on these three days, the word about how our life was guaranteed in the death of Jesus, nailed to the cross, stabbed with a spear, giving up his life to bring an end to your sin. Church is heaven on earth. And I know it doesn't feel that way with the uncomfortable chairs, with the rather plain room, with the children squeaking down the pew from mom and dad. I know it doesn't feel that way when we sing all 15 verses of a hymn. Truly, God is here. And where God is, heaven is. And by coming here to heaven on earth, we know that one day we'll be with God in heaven on heaven, the real heaven. A complete heaven with the blue sapphire pavement, with the streets plated in gold, with the gates made from single pearls. We'll see Jesus not just hanging in a form on a pastor's neck, but in his flesh face to face. We'll see Jesus, and death will quickly fade out of our minds. 
as will this sinful world. There will always be coated in the blood of Christ. There will always eat the food of heaven. There will always be at peace. So keep coming here so that eternity is familiar. Keep hearing the word so that you know who God is. Keep thinking about how you're covered in the blood of Jesus and how you eat his flesh and drink his blood. Because it's all true. One day, you will realize its fulfillment. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. This has been With Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, with intrepid hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession, and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.